This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back. It's great to be bringing you another episode of the Drop Podcast. Well, the Blues played hard against the Capitals. Few mistakes here and there, but overall, I thought they played very well. If we remember last year, the beginning of the season was terrible for the Blues. This team looks like they are doing exactly what they did in the playoffs last year. That is play hard, be in every game, And at the end of the game, they're giving themselves a chance to win. And that's all you can ask. I do not see this team having a slump like they did last year. Could they possibly lose three, four games in a row? Sure they could. But I don't think that's going to be too often. I could be wrong. But just looking at the roster, looking at the guys that played so hard last year in the playoffs that are continuing to play hard at the early part of this season, I think this team is going to end up, as I've said before, one of the top two teams in the Western Conference. This game would be a lot of fun to watch. Ben Bishop was great. Jordan Bennington was great. It reminded me so much of their playoff series in the Western Conference semifinals. One team would get a goal. The other team would come back and get a goal. One goalie would make a great save. The other goalie would make a great save. This is just great hockey to watch this early in the season. These teams look like they're in mid-season form. And for a fan, you can't ask for anything more. The Blues wanted to get off to a quick start in this game, and man, did they ever. Just a minute and 21 seconds in, they would take the lead one to nothing. With Perron and Blake. Into the zone, Blake. And the first goal the other night to Perron, a shot, he scores! What a start again! one nothing. And the first shot against Bishop gets by him, but this is a beauty. What a shot by David Perron going down the right side. The breakout was perfect. The support by the defenseman, Pareko. Center lane drive by 55. That backs them off, and, and David Perron at this point, it's in the wheelhouse. Quickly on the stick and off the stick. There was no dusting that thing off. He just let it rip high over the glove and in the net. Career goal number 199 for David Perron at 23 last year. A lot of times the Blues like to do that dump and chase, but not in this instance. They took it from their defensive zone, entered the neutral zone with confidence, came over the blue line with confidence, Blay ends up with it, perfect pass to David Perron, and where David Perron scored from, to the glove side of Ben Bishop, about 15 feet out, puts it over the top of the glove side, and the Blues are up one to nothing. How many times do we see Perron score from that area? That area is his bread and butter when it comes to goals. Just a great goal to get the game started off with. That goal by Perron would be his first of the year. Blake gets his first assist. Pareko gets his first assist a minute, 21 seconds in. This first period was played pretty evenly. Both teams made some mistakes. Both teams had some good scoring opportunities. Bishop and Bennington were playing very, very well. The Blues would get a power play. 
But just like last year, sometimes some bad things would happen and the Stars would get a shorthanded goal by Matthias Janmark to tie this one up at one apiece. Tarasenko back to Don Lenzik, ripped, and it smashed the stick of Fabry and shorthanded races Janmark, cutting in, his shot, bounce past Binnington and in! It snuck through Binnington and then rolled in behind him, and the Stars' shorthanded goal has tied it up. Well, almost a, a near decapitation at the other end. Good stop, real good stop by Bishop originally, and then the blast from the top of the circle saws the stick off. Schwartz came back to try to help out Bennington and ends up scoring the goal. Janmark throws a hopeful little wrister at the net, and as Schwartz came in, Bennington would have just smothered it. He would have gotten the, to the puck ahead of Cogliano. Instead, he just knifed it to the back of his net. That goal was such a fluke goal. I don't want to take anything away from Matthias Janmark's effort on that goal. He was powering down hard on Bennington, but it all started with a hard shot by Tarasenko. It hits Fabry's stick, and you can hear it. It breaks Fabry's stick. The stars come out of the zone. Matthias Janmark is heading in towards Bennington. Bennington gets a piece of the shot. It's in the crease. Schwartz comes in to try to get it, and Schwartz knocks it in his own net. Not much more that Bennington could do. He couldn't quite reach out and get it before Schwartz accidentally knocked it in and were tied at one apiece. That goal by Matthias Janmark would be his first of the season. Of course, it was unassisted, 11 minutes, 4 seconds in, shorthanded goal. The Blues played very well in this first period. They outshot the Stars 15-9, and they had a little more pressure on Ben Bishop than the Stars had on Bennington. But both goalies played great. I thought Pareko had a great second period. Guys, I'm expecting some big things from Pareko this year. He looks just awesome. Looks like he's continuing to grow. And we all thought he had a pretty good year last year. I think this is going to be a breakout year for Colton Pareko. Heading into the second period, all the Blues have to do is continue to do the same things they're doing. If they continue to play like they did in the first period, they're going to get some good results from this. In the second period, though, the only goal that would be scored would be from the Stars. 13 minutes, 12 seconds in, the Stars take the lead 2-1. to one. Stolen away, and now the Stars might have numbers. It's Gurionov joining the rush as Haskinen. Gurionov to Haskinen, and Finnington got the left skating away. Then a sharp angle shot is scored. There was no signal. The That's red it. light came in. That puck was in, and Dallas has the lead. It was actually the linesman who came in from the far side. That puck is in. What a tantalizing toe save by Jordan Bennington originally. I thought Garyanov had a better choice to drop it back. Instead, it was Haskinen with the drive to the pipe. Bennington answers that. Miro hangs around. And a seeing eye wrister from just above the icing line makes its way through in behind the back, scraped the 50 on the back of Bennington, and has put the Stars ahead 2-1. to one. Just as the Blues did on that first period goal by Perron, the Stars come out strong after knocking the puck down away from the Blues in the Stars' defensive zone. They head through neutralize into the Blues zone. Initial shot by Haskin, and what a great save by Jordan Bennington. 
The puck ends up back on his stick. Over in the corner, right on the line, Haskinen takes a bad angle shot. It goes off of Jordan Bennington's back and into the net. The Stars are up 2-1. to one. That goal by Haskinen would be his first of the year. Of course, it was unassisted. 13 minutes, 12 seconds in. You know, so far the Blues are doing most things right. That was a little bit of a defensive breakdown on the Stars' second goal. But overall, this is a good game for the Blues. Dallas did dominate them a little bit in that second period. The Stars had 10, the Stars had 10 shots. The Blues only had three. So Bishop had a pretty easy second period. Getting into the third period, both goalies would be tested often. And Braden Shim would get the tying goal four minutes, 27 seconds into the third. It's two to two. And out of a pack, it's Petrangelo. Oh, good feet by Schwartz. And now a hit for Tarasenko. Leaves it for Shan. And a drive. And they score! Oh, Bishop! And the Blues have tied the game! Vladdy Tarasenko gains the zone there. And then he protects the puck and his body, dropping it back to Shen that's got some speed. Petrangelo ends up right on the doorstep. Shot off the arm, off the shoulder, up high off the elbow, and then in the net by Petrangelo. Another great example of an awesome exit out of the D zone for the Blues. Great transition through the neutral zone, right into Dallas's zone. Braden Shen takes a shot, trickles off a of Bishop. Petrangelo's hustling down to get it to make sure it goes in. Bishop lays back down, and I believe it actually went off of Bishop and not Petrangelo because Braden Shin got that goal. Both these teams are playing very well at this point. That goal by Shin would be his first of the season. Tarasenko gets his first assist, and Jaden Schwartz gets his first assist. Four minutes, 27 seconds in. I thought the Blues played very good in this third period. And a guy that the Blues are expecting a lot out of to really grow and mature after having a very good season last year, part-time with the Blues, and that would be Sammy Blake. He's looked very good so far this season, and he looked great again in this game. He would get the go-ahead goal, which would be the game-winning goal, 10 minutes, 25 seconds into the third to give the Blues a 3-2 win. There's a shot, they score! Went off the face-off! and let it go was it tipped boom boom Gunnarsson fired it it was going wide by 10 feet it glanced off of Sammy Blay it looked like and in the net and keep in mind Dallas iced the puck that results in a defensive zone situation for them he actually was just trying to get it into the corner it was going wide it goes off the back part of the pants of Sammy Blay and into the net under Bishop it takes a lot of skill to win games in the NHL teams are so evenly matched but sometimes it takes a little bit of luck. And the Blues are very fortunate to get this goal. Gunnarsson just wanted to put it on net. Sammy Blay was in the right place at the right time. Redirected it about 12 feet out in front of Bishop. Hit off the back of his pants, I believe. And as a goaltender, when you've got guys in front of you and you get a deflection like that, it is very hard to react quick enough to make that save. And the Blues win this one 3-2. That goal by Blay would be a second of the season. Gunnarsson gets his first assist. O'Reilly is already up to three assists. 10 minutes, 25 seconds in. 
Before we get to the post-game interviews with the players and Coach Craig Berube, let's go over the stats of the game. Shots on goal pretty even. The Blues had 30. Dallas had 29. Faceoffs very even. 51% for the Blues. 49% for the Stars. Both teams were 0 for 2 on the power play. Hits pretty even too. 22 for the Stars. 18 for the Blues. The Blues blocked 12 shots to the Stars 10. The Stars gave away the puck 9 times to the Blues 7 times. Let's go ahead and head to those post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Braden Shin, the youngster Sammy Blay, who's having a very good start to his season, and of course, Coach Craig Berube on the Blues' first win of the season. Uh, when we're doing the right things and we're skating, and uh, you know, the biggest part of our game is obviously one defense and the other one's four check. So when we get our four check going, um, you know, we wear teams down, and uh, we're able to do that in the third period tonight. How big a boost you get out of the offside call? Yeah, I mean, it's turning point that's game changer obviously um, gives you some confidence momentum that you need just one to get yourself back into it so uh, great job by Sean Farrell. Do you feel like it was offside at, at least the replay that you would look uh, I didn't mean, right away? I didn't see it live but uh, yeah. Perron seen it live and he, he said uh, he thought it was offside right away so he kind of made the call on that one too. Is the scouting report to throw it off Bishop's back? Is that something you guys have kind of <laughs> made down? Yeah, uh, take him any way you can get him. A, a little risky those challenges though now right because you can get a penalty if yeah um, you know I think uh, we felt we were pretty sure on that one tonight obviously it is close no doubt about it but uh, I guess when you can zoom in and, and kind of um, you know uh, see exactly uh, if it's offset or not um, you know uh, the chief ended up making the call but obviously great job by uh, Farrell uh, making that call uh, tonight. Can you describe your, your, your play what you saw how the play that you're scoring play? Yeah, uh, great play by Vladi. Uh, take him wide, obviously, uh, when he's skating and, and driving D wide, and, uh, and he's able to turn up and make a play. Obviously, I just call for the puck, put it on net, and, and you never know. So, um, able to try and get the shot off as quick as I can, and uh, maybe surprise Bishop a little bit, and got a, a lucky bounce there. Yes. And you gave it to him, right? Yeah, I mean, first shift, and I saw I saw him open there, and I just gave it to him, and like you guys saw, it was a. Uh, Really nice shot. The goalie had no chance, I think. And like I said, uh, me, Ori, and Perry, we just work hard. And uh, we're having some good chemistry right now, so we're just going to try to keep going like that. You said your confidence has grown, too, because you can score goals with your butt now. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a good bounce, like I said. Um, like, like I said, when you, when you work hard, you get some good bounce. And um, like I'm just, I'm just happy to be in the position I'm at right now and just got to keep going. Well, sometimes people have good camps and it just doesn't translate into the regular season, but it really has for you so far. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're working really good together. We, we talk a lot on the ice and when we, we come back on the bench, when, when we want to change something, we, we talk about it. And uh, I think that's what made, made us good uh, the first two games here. And so we have a big road trip coming up. We're going to try to play the same way, play, play together and uh, play as a team. Sammy, you said you felt like you played, you gained confidence in the playoffs last year and felt like you played well, but did you come into this camp feeling like there was something you needed to really work on in order to elevate your game even more? I mean, just like play with, like in the AHL, I was playing a lot. I had the puck a lot on my stick, and when I was I came in this to, into this training camp, I, I told myself I, I had to bring some more offense, and like I said, uh, I'm playing with confidence right now, so I just... Got to keep working hard and good things happen. Went away from our game. I thought our first period was really good, um, especially the first 10 minutes. Um, you know, second, we just, again, it's kind of similar to the first game. We just, you know, it's all self-inflicted, you know. Can you take us through the, uh, the offside? You looked at it up. Well, I know, as you know, you have to be. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, you got to, but... 
you know, it's 3-1. I was pretty, you know, I was pretty, you know, not confident, but, I mean, I think it's worth the challenge, you know. But they, they did a good job, Sean and Otter and them, um, you know, looking at it. And they're pretty confident it was offside. Yeah, you know, we looked at it, and, uh, you know, uh, the referee, Wes uh, McCauley, gave us some time, which was good, and so we got a good look at it. Ferrari said, he, I, I don't think, I forget if he said he talked to you or out right when it happened. When a player encourages you to challenge somebody, does that have any impact? Well, it does. It shows that, um, you know, I think that, you know, it, it shows we're aggressive and, uh, you know, um, you know, I like their input. You know, they're looking at it too, and you know, I think we're all in it together. So. Seems like if there was any question marks about you guys in the season, second line, left wing, who was going to haul it? Didn't seem like that's much of a question anymore. Well, he's played really well. <clears throat> he's come into camp and he's done exactly what we asked him to do in the summertime. Um, you know, he looks in great shape. He's strong. He's playing his game. Yeah, he's a confident player. Um, you know, even going back to the days in Chicago when I had him, he was a real confident player then too. So um, he's, you know, he's got great puck skills and he plays a hard game. He's physical. So he's an effective player for us. You and the players all mentioned at the start of camp that teams would be done for these first two games have been so tight. So just an example of what yeah. you should expect. Well, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, you know, you play Washington, they're a heavy team, you know, and so is Dallas. That's the way they, they play too. It's just, it's tight hockey. There's not a lot of room out there and you're constantly, someone's in your face the whole time. It's, it's, it's tough. It's a tough game. Um, yeah, I think, mean, you know, he, he actually had that, you know, um, but um, for sure to encourage it because if you can use your body with uh, physical play, you know, it really, you know, it's going to help your game, especially when you want to go get pucks and you're physical on them. And he does a good job of finishing his check with the puck there and getting the puck. That's a key when I, you know, talking about physical play, that he want to get the puck back, right? So he does a good job of that. Would you see the game-ending sequence when Ben's on top of your goal? That's just, Ben's, Ben plays a hard game, you know. I mean, part of the game. Uh, I, you had to like the fact. I mean, your, you know, your team came in. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, they're they're gonna stick up for their goalie or stick up for each other. Like, they're they're a good team. They're, you know, they they care about each other. Heading out on the road now. You, got, you were very very good on the road last year. So it looked like the team should be good on the road again. Well, we hope we got to get on the road and see. But uh, you know, we're a good road team. I think we our style of play suits us on the road. Um, you know, we, you know, we play that tight checking game and um, in your in your face style and board checking and you know it seems to suit us pretty well on the road. So I think it's good we go on the road, get everybody you know together for you know eight or nine days. We're on the road, so it'll be good. Do you like the drama of a Wes McCauley announcement after a challenge? <laughs> when it goes our way, I do. The key thing I got out of these post-game interviews, and it came from Sam Eblay. 
You notice Sammy Blaze said, they're talking on the bench. They're talking while they're on the ice. Communication is big in this league. If you go out on the ice and you're not talking to each other, you're not yelping at each other, letting a guy know where you're at, talking between plays on what you're going to do at a face-off, talking after play what went wrong, you're not going to be successful. If you remember under Mike Yo towards the end there, you watch the bench, guys weren't talking. Guys weren't even looking at each other. And before Mike Yo got fired, guys weren't talking on the ice. You cannot expect to do that and win. There needs to be communication. Now, some people are going to go, yeah, but communication is not that important. Yes, it is. You can have all the talent in the world, but if your team does not communicate on the bench, talk to each other on the bench about what's going on in the game, what they're seeing, what they're going to try to do, and also on the ice, what they're seeing, what they're going to try to do. Your team's not going to play very well. So far this season, even though it's just two games, the Blues are talking a lot to each other on the ice and on the bench, and they did that last year after Craig Berube took over. It took a little bit of time to get them going, but they started doing that, and that's when they started winning. This communication is, is huge. You need talent. You need great scoring. You need great defense. You need great goaltending. But that communication is right up there with all of those. Guys who talk about the game during the game, guys who talk about the game on the ice between plays, are going to be more successful, and the Blues have done that so far this year. All you ask from a team is that they're in every game and have a chance to win. And so far this season, out of the two games, the Blues have been that team. Have they made mistakes? Yes. But for the most part, I don't see a ton of mistakes. And the mistakes that are happening, they can correct very easily. So I expect this team to continue to grow, to continue to get better. And that's kind of hard to believe considering they won the Stanley Cup last year. So I think we're in for a fun season with this team. It's going to be a lot of highlights for this team. And sure, there's going to be lows. But this team is going to come out of those lows very quickly. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Make sure you join me next time when I'll be breaking down the Blues Maple Leafs game. That should be a fun game. Both teams are very talented and the game will be in Toronto. It's a great atmosphere to watch a game. If you ever get to go to Toronto, I don't care what you have to pay for a ticket because it's going to be a lot. Go there and watch a game. It's one of the best experiences you'll ever have. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, stay strong, always be positive, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.